everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, today is Mo- Marvelous Motivating Monday. And since yesterday was the Super Bowl, I didn't want to wait to save this uh, person I want to celebrate in Black History Month for Wednesday. She is a wonderful woman Wednesday, but she is more motivating than anything. She is the person I want to celebrate this marvelous Motivating Monday. And the person that I am talking about is the new assistant coach for the running backs for the Washington team in the NFL. Now, I was watching my girl Tiffany Cross on her show this weekend, and she was actually interviewing this person. And so I am going to play the intro, excuse me, I am going to play the interview that she did. But let me tell you about this person first. The person I am talking about, her name is Coach Jennifer King. Now, Coach King is going to be the first African-American woman who's an assistant coach in the NFL. And as I said, she is going to be the running back coach for the Washington team. I just want to read a little bit about her before I play this interview she did on Tiffany Cross's show this past weekend. Before getting the job, King, who was 36, she spent time on the collegiate level where she worked at Dartmouth. She also worked at the Alliance of American Football. She then worked as an offensive coaching intern for the Carolina Panthers for two off seasons. As well as coaching, Jennifer King also has experience on the field. She was a seven-time All-American wide receiver and quarterback for a women's tackle football team called the Carolina Phoenix. In 2018, she won the WFA, which I'm thinking it stands for Women Football Association, National Championship with the New York Sharks. She talked about the importance of representation, but she also was focusing on getting to work right away and making the team better. Now, I want to read some quotes that she she had, and it was so funny because when I was looking for images to display, as I always do with my episodes, it it clicked because I'm a football fan that she and Coach Ron Rivera had already known each other before he started coaching the Washington team because I saw a picture where of those who know anything about Ron Rivera he was diagnosed um, a couple years ago I think with cancer and she has a a shirt which I'm going to use part of that as my display of her image um, talking about him with the cancer sign so it all clicked after the fact that they had known each other for a while but I want to read um, some quotes from Jennifer King before I play the audio that I recorded off of the Tiffany Cross show. She says, representation means so much. Now, she has said this in an interview with ESPN. She says, 
It is really important right now to be a good representative. What I didn't have growing up. I didn't have anyone that looked anything like me working. To be able to see that I think is big. It's super cool to be a part of this. She was talking about who she gives credit to because she mentioned Katie Sowers, who served as an assistant for the 49ers for four seasons and others for opening the door for her. Now she wants to do the same for the next generation of women coaches, but she doesn't feel like a trailblazer just yet. She's quoted as saying, I really think this is something that 10 to 15 years down the road you can look back on. And I will feel the magnitude of it. I've been working with the guys already. So it doesn't feel a lot different f uh, for me. And, you know, they were talking to some of the players. And uh, one of the Washington running backs named J.D. McKissick, he credited her for pushing him in 2020 for his breakout campaign. Hmm. You know, uh, it's really, really interesting that this being first she said that um a lot of sport dignitaries reached out to her and they said that even the legend those who may know anything about tennis legends uh billy jean king who happens to have the same last name she reached out to her and uh told her congratulations so that's that's pretty cool because billy jean king She's a big deal in tennis, and to get that legendary thing person reach out to you. Now, Jennifer's quoted as saying, There have been some cool stories of just kids seeing it and little girls wanting to get into football and things like that. Those are really cool. <laughs> you know, so I was doing some more research on her, and it was saying that she had already made history twice this season. And the two times they said Washington's playoff loss to Tampa Bay featured the first postseason game in which both teams had female assistants. The Buccaneers had an assistant defense, defensive line coach, Lori Locus, and assistant strength and conditioning coach, Meryl Javadid for. Javada for earlier in the season King was part of the NFL's first game that featured female assistants for both teams and that was Callie Brownson who was Cleveland's chief of staff plus female referee Sarah Thomas so I really am excited that the NFL is doing great things with these women you know, and Coach Rivera said that, quote, Coach King is well-deserving of the promotion to assistant running backs coach. She came to Washington eager for the opportunity to work as a full-year coaching intern and learn from our staff. You know, I always tell people, no matter how much I think I know, I'm a student at all times, so I'm always, always, always willing to learn and I just want to say bravo to Coach Jennifer King. And before I read some more quotes from her, I want you guys to listen to her interview with ESPN as well as, well, excuse me, quotes from ESPN about her 
as well as her interview with Tiffany Cross. So I'm going to play the interview with Tiffany Cross from the Cross Connection on MSNBC first. And I'm just going to play back to back the inner, the the informa- the audio so you can hear what was said about her on ESPN. So check this out. So we want to celebrate Coach Jennifer King, Assistant Coach Jennifer King, as a part of Marvelous Motivating Monday, because as we celebrate Black History Month, I too want Blacks to realize that we can do things that we have not been given permission or opportunity to do. And this is just one more example. And this is why I felt she should be part of Marvelous Motivating Monday because she's going to be very motivating for a lot of females. So bravo to you, Jennifer King. Uh, it actually was pretty seamless, you know, to be able to, to play football was awesome for me, kind of a lifelong dream, and then to, to move into coaching football, um, it was pretty seamless, and I think it, it's added a little credibility with the guys. Uh, they love that I played. So how do you interact with them? Because I was looking at some of your videos uh, back when you were a player and back when you coached for um, uh, uh, other teams, and it's like, how do you establish, you know, yourself as an expert or authority with these big, gruff players? It's all about communication. And, you know, I learned early in my career uh, to be able to build relationships, to build trust with the guys. And, um, you know, that's been successful for me every stop along the way. And um, those relationships have been big. And, you know, I continue to to grow those today. And we have a a really good uh, working relationship with all our guys. That's awesome. I do want to ask you about diversity in the league. A lot of folks uh, have talked about the Rooney rule, and I know the league is trying to make some advancement there, but some people have said that they think they'll just be more ceremonial steps for publicity and not real actual change to make the front office and and coaching staff uh, more inclusive. What do you say? I mean, we have to do better. Um, you know, I look forward to the day where the Rooney Rule is not needed just because the, the best candidates are, are picked for positions. And I think that's a hats off to our organization for what we've done. You know, we've, we've made a lot of hires over the past year. and We've, we've um, you know, put people in position that, that didn't get opportunities before. So I'm super excited to be a part of our organization as far as diversity and the new culture that Coach Rivera is building. So let me ask you also, because COVID is ravaging the country, uh, it's certainly taken its toll on the NFL. We saw the Tennessee Titans outbreak, yet here we are. Super Bowl is happening tomorrow. We're right on schedule. Um, how do you feel the league has handled COVID, considering that 70% of the league is black? The disease has a disproportionate impact on black people. Players can't be masked. You know, they're in close proximity. What's your take on it? I think the league did the the best that they could. And, you know, I was happy with the measures that we took. We tested daily and, uh, you know, social distancing was everything with us. We only met with our guys in person to practice and all meetings were virtual. And, um, you know, they were extremely careful when we traveled and in the hotels as well. We didn't we never met in person. Everything was was via Zoom, even though we're in the hotel with each other. And, um, you know, I think hats off to a lot of the teams and the guys for doing what they're supposed to do. You know, I think. Just as, as prevalent as it was, it was impossible to, to feel that no one would, would have an outbreak. But I think as a league, we did really well um, contain it. Well, I want to ask you uh, a question that may put you on the spot here. But tomorrow, we've got Tom Brady facing off against Pat Mahomes. Who you got? 
Oh, that's tough. He did put me on the spot. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I'm super excited to see it. Um, I'm just going to go with, with the Bucks because I have friends that work for them, so I'm really pulling for them to be able to get that first Super Bowl. All right, I'm going to have to slide in your DMs and make a friendly wager just so I can get in the conversation and be a part of the Super Bowl bet. But thank you so much, Jennifer King. You are a boss. I'm so excited that you were able to join us on the show. And safe travels and good luck in your new role. Thank you. Well, that was the interview she did with Tiffany Cross. Now, I will admit the beginning of the audio is 100% me. Because as I said, I can be, it's so funny doing podcasting. I can be asleep. And if I hear something, because I'm a person that likes to go to sleep with the TV on, I just pop up, get my recorder and start recording. And that's exactly what happened on that episode. So all the beginning of the audio is 100% my fault. You know, I always like to give my disclaimers regarding audio and the clarity of it. But, you know, I really, really don't understand why there has to be, well, I guess I kind of do understand why there has to be rules made for fairness. But one of the things that I hope happens is that people start really paying attention to diversity in things in which we spend money on. Now, as a person who is from the city of Pittsburgh, and I heard them talk on this interview about the Rooney Rule, for those who have no idea what that is, first of all, the Rooneys are the owners of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I automatically knew what they were talking about. But let me just read the Rooney Rule to those who are not familiar with it. The Rooney Rule is a National Football League policy that requires league teams to interview ethnic minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operation jobs. It is an example of affirmative action, even though there is no hiring quota or hiring preference given to minorities, only an interviewing quota. It was established in 2003 and variations of the rule are now in place in other industries. You know, it was funny that uh, that came up because as a person from Pittsburgh and a major Steeler fan, and of course, very familiar with the Rooney family, I remember when Mike Tomlin came into the league and, uh, I mean, well, he's been in the league, but came to interview with the Steelers. And it was always said that they would never have a black head coach in the city of Pittsburgh. And this Rooney rule <clears throat> is interesting because, of course, we do have a black head coach um, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, you know, I hate that people always look at affirmative action or opportunities for minorities of all races to be considered reverse racism, because I've actually had co-workers say that. And it's so unfortunate that people feel that way because it's not, you know, when you're a minority, especially an African-American minority, no matter how professional, how educated, how experienced you are. I mean, let's keep it real. The playing field is never equal. It is never equal. 
And that's in all jobs. But when they say that such a large percentage, I think Tiffany says 70% of the NFL is African-American players. They're making these these organizations millions, billions, depending on your organization, dollars. Why would they not consider uh, making things mandatory? So when the Rooney Rule came out in 2003, I was really um, glad to see they finally uh, not only interviewed minority coaches, they hired, <laughs> they hired a head coach. <laughs> so Mike Tomlin was hired. He was, you know, a player, but he's still African-American. So he was hired after the Rooney Rule. Because as I said, that was in 2003 and he was hired in 2007. So, you know, it's a shame it takes a rule to get any type of fair treatment in this state we call, I mean, this country we call America. But <clears throat> we know that's the reality. But before I close out, I want to um, I, I want to give another statement that she several statements that were said from Jennifer King and. I really want players, coaches, organizations to hear her because she's just the beginning, but we're hoping she's not the end. She's quoted as saying, it is so important to open the entire pool of applicants when you have a position. So far, historically in football, it's only 50% of the people no women were considered. For further female coaches coming up, this gives them a, excuse me, a foot in the door. It's up to us, meaning the female coaching, it's up to us to do a good job. There are people of all races and genders that can do really good things at all levels of football. That's what we did. We went out and found people that work at different positions and work for our organization. Now, I really, you know, it's so ironic that it took Washington team to do this. And the reason why I say ironic is because the name Washington team is the way it is right now because of all the controversy they had about the Redskins and how they felt the disrespect of the Redskins to Native Americans. And it was so funny because I heard a comedian talking about that over the weekend. And it was an interesting comment that the comedian made because he said, it's ironic that Washington has no mascot right now. They respectfully took Redskin out of their name. Yet we have a Super Bowl with Super Bowl defending champs, Kansas City Chiefs. Yet Chiefs get to keep their name. That was an interesting point. I never thought about it, but I think we got a lot of teams that still don't. We still have the Cleveland Indians, and I don't know. It was just interesting um, hearing that over the weekend. And this is the team that decided that they would make history. So I want to say bravo to Washington. And as I was looking at different things, doing um, research on this, it was saying in the past, Washington 
has hired a minority head coach, which is Rivera. He's Latino. And the NFL's first black team president, Jason Wright, which I didn't know that either. And the first female person to be part of an NFL team's radio crew, Julie Donaldson. So the Washington team may not have a mascot, but one thing that I can say the Washington team has right now is diversity and inclusion. And I don't know if there's any other NFL team that has all that. So NFL, you might want to take the blueprint from the Washington team because Jennifer King is a major example of how influential she can be with not just uh, African-American girls, but all women. Because when I first heard women play football, I was kind of surprised, but you know, we can do everything. I hate to say it, guys, but the truth is the truth is the truth. <laughs> so I want to now play. It's just audio from when uh, they talked about the statement. The NFL uh, website talked about the statement made from Coach Rivera regarding assistant coach Jennifer King. And I think it's very complimentary. So. This is one Washington football team announcing Jennifer King will serve as assistant running backs coach for the team in 2021. That makes her the first full-time African-American female assistant uh, position coach. King played quarterback in the women's football alliance, also coached in the AAF. Uh, Ron Rivera with a statement on King said this. She's got the chance to experience not only the in-season work that goes on to being a full-time coach in the league, but also the countless hours that are spent preparing in the offseason as well. She demonstrated all the qualities that are needed to work full-time on my staff. She's a hard worker, a great communicator, and a quality person. I know she will continue to be an asset to Coach Turner, Coach Jordan, and the running back group. She earned this opportunity with her hard work. The sky is truly the limit for her. Now, that was nice to hear the hit coach give such great compliments. And as I said, she did some work with the Carolina Panthers. So, obviously, she has a great uh, relationship with Coach Rivera. And bravo to him for... Being able to, um, I don't know if it's in remission or not, but I know when they at first announced he had had cancer, they didn't think he would even coach again. So I just want to say bravo to Coach Rivera for hanging in there and staying strong. And special uh, kudos to him for allowing Jennifer King to fulfill her dream and to also have the respect from the players. Because I'm sure as a female, there were probably a few people that were a little resistant to having a female trying to coach them. But as she mentioned, and as I read at the beginning of the episode, she was already a player in the female football league. So I think they have to respect that she's not just coming as a female coach. She's coming as a female former football player as well. And I always tell people when you are being led by a person, it always helps when that person has already had your experience or something similar to it so they can understand your point of view when they're giving you information. So on this motivating, marvelous, let me rephrase it, marvelous motivating Monday, 
I hope did assistant running back coach for the Washington team, Jennifer King, is motivation for you to remember just because you're a female doesn't mean you can't do it. Just because it has never been done by a female before doesn't mean you can't be the first. So as we keep continuing Black History Month, celebrating these amazing people, I ask that you continue to learn and want to stay motivated. So I'm going to end this episode saying how much I appreciate you for listening. And I want you to continue to not only be motivating, but be motivated. So as always, I ask that you follow me on my Podbean hosting app, or you can follow me on all the different podcast apps such as Apple iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, and Amazon Alexa tune in. Please give us a call if you have any questions, comments, or any subjects you want us to look into. You can call us at 404-855-7723. If you want to send us an email, send us an email at podcasthostshadepotato19, and those are all small letters, at gmail.com. And I definitely want you to follow our podcast Twitter page at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. And I want you guys to know I never take any listeners for granted. I want you to share my podcast information with all your family and friends if they want to keep current with what's happening in America and talk about inequality, what we can do to make change, injustice, and of course, Things to motivate and encourage our ladies because although we have fantastic Fellows Friday and we sh- we definitely salute our men, this is about the ladies trying to come together and be a bridge for a better world, a better America, and a better community. But we need to also make sure we hold people accountable, whether it's companies, politicians, or individuals. So, you know, I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.